I'm Michael Malley, and this is Michael the Storyteller Tells Tales. This story comes from a place called Estonia that I have visited and I originally found it in a collection by Margaret Reed MacDonald. It's entitled Miku and the Trees. And an interesting side note, several years ago I told this story at a school and afterwards a teacher came up to me and she said, my mailman is from Estonia and he had told me that some people can speak with the trees. So without further ado, here is a story from Estonia of Miku and the trees. Once, long ago in Estonia, there was a fellow by the name of Miku and every day he would walk into the woods. Carrying his axe on his shoulder. And he would go and he would find branches, pieces of wood. Because he needed the wood to heat his home and to cook his food. And he brought the axe with him in case he found any larger branches on the ground. He could chop, chop, chop them up into smaller pieces and carry them home. But one day as he was walking along, a thought struck Miku. Why should I walk all the way into the woods? Why should I bend over and gather all those branches when there are trees right here? And he saw a tree and he lined up his axe and he said, I will just chop down this tree and use it for my wood. And so he took the axe in both of his hands, swung his arms back and he went chop. That's it, he went chop, he went chop. Oh, what'd you do that for? And Miku looked up under the tree. What? Ow, oh, that really hurt, that stung my bark, Miku. Can't you see that I'm an apple tree? I, uh, yes, yes, apple tree, I, 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 I see that you're an apple tree, but, but I, I'm sorry, I have to chop you down, I need your wood. I have to heat my home and, 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 and cook my food. Oh, you can't chop me down, Miku. No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm too important. You're important? Yes, I'm important. Do you like apples, Miku? I really, really like nice, fresh, crisp apples. Well, Miku, if you chop me down, you won't have any apples. Well, listen to me, listen to me, Miku. You take care of us, we'll take care of you. Oh, I guess you are quite important, Apple Tree. I will not chop you down. And so, he put his axe up on his shoulder again and went walking toward the woods. But then he saw another tree and he said to himself, Now that is not an apple tree. I'm sure I may chop down that one. And so he went over to it. He lined up his axe. He pulled back and he went chop. That's it. He went chop. He went 
So, oh, what'd you do that for? That really, really stung. It sunk right into my wood, right into my trunk. Ow, ow. Can't you see I'm a sour cherry tree? And can't you see that I have a sour disposition? Uh, yes, sour cherry tree. I, 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 I am sorry, but, but I need your wood. I, I, I need wood because I have to heat my home. I, I, I have to cook my food. You can't chop me down. I'm, I, I'm so important. You're, you're important, sour cherry tree? Yes, I'm important. Miku, do you like cherry pie? Oh, oh my goodness, yes, I, I, I really, really love cherry pie. Well, Miku, if you chop me down, you won't have any cherry pie. You need sour cherries to make cherry pie. You were trying to make it with those bing cherries, won't work. No, 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 not at all. Listen to me. Miku, you take care of us. We'll take care of you. Oh, sour cherry tree, I guess you are too important. And so... He lifted his axe up, put it on his shoulder, and went walking again toward the woods. And he saw another tree, and he said to himself, Wait, this is not a fruit tree. I, I, I know we don't use fruit from this one. I, I'm sure I can chop down this tree. And so he took his axe in his hands. He pulled back, and he went, Chop! Let's see it. He went, Chop! He went, chop! Oh, what did you do that for? Oh, can you not see that that would cause me great pain? Oh, oh my goodness, I am a French Canadian maple, and that really, really hurt me. No, I, 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 I'm sorry, French Canadian maple, but I, I have to chop you down. I, I need wood. I have to, I have to heat my home. I have to cook my food. Oh, Miku, Miku, listen to me. Listen to me with my very bad, fake French Canadian accent. No, no, no. You cannot chop me down. I am too important. You're important? Oh, yes, Miku, Miku, Miku. Do you like the maple syrup, huh? 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 Oh, I, I, I love maple syrup. I, I, I put it on my pancakes and my waffles all the time. Oh, Miku. You know that running through my body is the sap. It is like my lifeblood. And... You put a little tap, 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 you get a little sap, sap, sap. And if you boil, boil, boil it down, the sap will become the syrup, the French Canadian maple syrup. Oh, it is so good. Mm. And if you chop me down, you will not have the French Canadian maple syrup. What will you have? You will have that fake stuff with, with, with a little bit of food coloring in it and corn syrup. No, 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 Miku, Miku. Listen to me. You take care of us. We'll. Take care of you. Oh, French-Canadian maple, you are too important. I will not chop you down. And so, once again, Miku put the axe up on his shoulder, and he started walking toward the woods. But there, by the river, he saw yet another tree, and it, it seemed to be bending over, almost leaning down with its branches into the water. And Miku paused and he said to himself, Now, I know that's not a fruit tree, and I'm sure we don't use its sap for any kind of syrup or anything, so I, 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 I think I can chop down that one. And so he went over, he lined up his axe, and he went, chop! Let me see it. He went, chop! He went, chop! <laughs> What'd you do that for? <laughs> can, 
see that I'm a weeping willow? I'm sorry, weeping willow, but but I have to chop you down. I, I need your wood. I have to heat my home. I have to cook my food, and I need wood. You can't, you can't chop me down. I'm, I'm too important, even if I am always weeping. You, you're important? Yes, Miku, yes. People like to come and sit in the shade here, and, and they say I look so pretty sitting here by the river. And look at that. I've got, I've got some nests there in my branches, and the animals live here. What's going to happen to them if you chop me down? <laughs> I, 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 I'm too important. You listen to me. You take care of us. <laughs> we'll take care of you. <laughs> Oh, I guess you are too important. I won't chop you down. I guess all these trees are too important. I'll just have to go into the woods and gather branches off the ground as I usually do. And so, Miku put his axe up on his shoulder and he walked into the woods. But just as he entered the woods, from behind a large oak tree, jumped a small man jumping out right in front of him. Why, the little man, he, he had on a vest that appeared to be made of birch bark, and, and upon his head, he had some sort of cap that looked like the top of an acorn. And the little man looked up at Miku, and he spoke to him, and he said, You've done well. You've done well, Miko. You listen to the trees. That's good. That's good. You listen to the trees. I will reward you. And suddenly he noticed in his hand that this man had a little branch. And the little man said, This, Miko, is a magical branch, a magical branch. You just aim it at any part of nature. Zippity zip, 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 zip. And it will do exactly what you ask it to do. You just wave it back and forth. Zippity zip, 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 zip. And you ask nature to do anything that you ask it to do, it will do. But listen to me, Miku. You should only use it when you really need it. And you must never ask nature to do what it does not do. Do not do that. That will be bad for you, Miku. Bad for you, Miku. Now, you must catch the branch. And the wee man tossed the branch high, high into the air. Well, Miku looked up. He saw that branch rising up high, and then it began to fall. And he, he reached out his hand, and he, he caught it. And he, he looked back, but the, the wee man was gone. He beheld the branch in his hand. It just seemed to be an ordinary branch, but he, he said to himself, I wonder, if it, I wonder if it really is a magical branch. He saw some birds flying overhead, and so he aimed the birds at them, and he went zippity-zip, zip-zip-zip, and the birds paused in midair. Car! I, I must only ask nature to do what it does do. Uh, birds, um, you, you sometimes gather berries. Go and gather berries and bring them back to me. And the birds went, Car! and they flew off in different directions. But then, a few minutes later, they came back and they dropped berries from their beaks and claws right before him. And he said, it, it worked, it, it really worked. He decided he would try the branch one more time. He saw some bees buzzing nearby. Bzzz. That's back when there were bees. And so he took that branch and he aimed it at the bees and he went zippity zip, 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 zip. Right there, back and forth in front of them with the branch, he went zippity-zip, zip-zip-zip. And the bees, they paused in midair. They looked like carpenter bees, though they were not. 
I'm assuming they ask nations to do what it does too. Bees, bees gather honey. Bees, go and, and gather some of your honey and bring your honeycombs to me. And the bees, they seem to nod their heads. And then they flew up. Soon they were coming back. And they were bringing honeycomb, dripping, dripping, dripping with honey. And he said, it works. It really, really works. The next day, Miku was going out to plant his spring garden. He had his shovel in his hand, and he was just about to go and begin digging into the dirt. And he stopped, and he tossed the shovel aside. And he said, I am Miku with the magical branch. Why should I do this digging? And so he pulled the branch out of his vest pocket. And he saw some moles digging nearby. <laughs> he aimed the branch at them and he went zippity zip, 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 zip. And the moles, they raised their heads and seemed to be looking about. And, and, he, and he said, moles, you are great diggers. Go and dig my garden for me. And the moles said, <laughs> and they went and they began to dig. <laughs> and they dug his whole garden for him. The next day, Miku was getting ready to plant his seeds. He went outside again and he was just getting ready and he thought to himself, why should I bend down? Why should I stick my fingers into the earth and get dirt underneath my nails and plant seeds? I am Miku with the magical branch. I will have others do this work for me. And so he took his branch and he saw some ants walking by and he aimed the branch at them. Zippity zip, 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 zip. The ants all paused and they looked up at, looked up at Maku with their great jaws open. And he said to them, Ants, I have seen you carry seeds before. Go and gather vegetable seeds and bring them here to my garden. And the ants said, and then they scampered off in many directions. But soon they were coming back. And many of them were carrying seeds larger than themselves. And Miku said, it worked. It really, really worked. And so, throughout that season, Miku had the animals, the insects, the birds do all the work for him. Some of them did the weeding. Some of them did the thinning. Others did the harvesting. And he did this season after season, year after year. And Miku... He grew very lazy and very wealthy. Now, Maku did not just use the branch when he really needed it, but he had never asked nature to do what it does not do until one day. It was wintertime, and Maku went out of doors, and despite the fact that he was wearing his heavy Estonian coat, he still felt cold because the Estonian winters are cold. And Maku said to himself, Oh, I am cold. I do not like being cold. I, I do not have to be cold. I am Miku with the magical branch. And so from inside of his winter coat, he pulled out his branch. He looked up at the cloud-covered sky and he went, Zippity zip, 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 zip. And he said, Clouds, you will part, and sun, you will make it hot, 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 for Miku does not wish to be cold. <gasps> he 
was asking nature to do what it does not do. It is supposed to be cold in winter in Estonia. But the clouds did part. And the sun shone down. It was getting warmer. The snow began to melt. Soon all the snow was gone and it was as warm as a spring day. Then it was as warm as a summer day in Estonia. And Maku said, Very good, that is enough, as he slipped off his winter coat. But the sun made it hotter still. Soon it was as hot as it had ever been in Estonia. And Maku, he took his branch and he, he, he aimed it up at the sun, at the sky, and he said, Zippity zip, that is enough! Zippity zip, that is enough! But the sun made it hotter still. And it grew hotter still. Until, Miku evaporated into the sun. And he was never seen again. And from that day forward, they say that the trees no longer spoke to the people. But there are some. There are some in Estonia who say that if you go out into the woods, into the forest, into the meadows, you may still hear the trees speak, if you really listen. And some say that even beyond Estonia, in our own schoolyards, in our own parks, in our own backyards, if you listen, you may still hear the trees speaking in a whisper. And that is a story and a lesson from Estonia. been another episode of Michael the Storyteller 
tells tales.